This is Killstreak, episode 43. I am your host, Dick Gooley. This is a ghoul's night out. <laughs> oh, yes, it feels good to be Dick Gooley. All right. I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Michael Price. Mike, how are you, sir? Feeling like I need a nickname. I feel well, this isn't let- a nickname. <laughs> Oh, this is a real lifestyle change. This is a real lifestyle change. I've, I mean, as eagle-eared listeners of the podcast will know that I have always toyed with the idea of changing my name in these openings. So I finally bit the bullet, and I'm Dick Gooley, and I'm embracing it. <laughs> All right, Dick. Um, happy to have you aboard. Thanks, man. Maybe, Feels maybe good. You could, you could spice things up around here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's getting a little stale. We need a little hot dick ghoulie injection. Yeah, that's right. I think stale is a good way to put it. Uh, you know, <laughs> Stale I, as maybe a gingerbread cookie that's been left out too long? Because we yeah. are talking yeah. G- Ginger Dead Man 3, Roller yeah, Boogie Man? Roll, it's a, uh, a Roller Boogie Man or Saturday Night Cleaver, depending on who you ask. Yeah, depending on um, if you... Follow the posters on Tubi <laughs> or the IMDb listing. Either one works. Sure. Uh, all indicative of the close attention to detail paid by Full Moon Productions. Yeah. On all of their projects. Did you see uh, the... Uh, I, I sent you a picture of another yes. typo in the titles. <laughs> well, so I was going to pose... You sent me. Let's see if I can find this screenshot quickly. I have it. Uh, I have it here. If you want me to, read oh yeah. It. Why don't you read it? Special mail up effects by Jeff Farley. <laughs> so there's definitely a typo in terms of capitalization that there's no cap on the U. I would go so far as to venture that this may be a deliberate typo. Oh, you think so? Well, because one of our main characters in the film, Miss Trixie, is yeah. played by. Uh, a somewhat, I don't know if famous is the right word, but uh, a drag queen um, mm-hmm. named Kent, who goes by the name of Kent Fuhr. Uh, also, sometimes I think that is his uh, that is his his male birth name, and I think Jackie Beat is his drag name, is as far as I name. can tell. Yeah, and so we've got Jackie Beat portraying Trixie, and so it may be that that's what we're talking about, or it could definitely also just be a fuck up. Because L is right next to K on the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'd I believe either one, but I think I'm leaning more towards it was just a fuck up and they didn't correct it. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> um, Jackie Beat is probably a standout performance in, in this movie, I would say. Maybe one of the better parts of it. I would say in the series. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I mean, oh, yeah. she's she's right up there with Gary Busey. Um, right as far as far as contributors to uh, the material. Um, Ginger Dead Man three. I guess it was originally Roller Boogeyman, and then similar to Passion of the Crust, they were like, "We're just going to put this title in place and wait for you know inspiration to strike." Yeah, until we can get another movie <laughs> pun in here. Yeah, and I think they switched to Saturday Night Cleaver at the 11th hour. They couldn't um, even do anything bakery-related or, like, cookie-related. 
No. Like the passion of the crust makes sense because gingerbread, ginger dead man is a gingerbread man. Yeah, although crust refers one... to pie or bread, and yeah. the poster for Passion of the Crust has him erupting from a pie, which does not happen in the film. <laughs> Just not happen in the movie. No. Um, shall we boogie on into? The... <laughs> yeah, our, let's our, boogie our on in, my on, friend. On this film. Um, <laughs> Quick blood and guts check. Um, do you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Sure, let's do this. Let's let's go back in time to 1976. <sighs> okay. Uh, I apologize to our listeners in advance for really spoiling uh, the uh, the final rankings and like taking away some of your excitement. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two things about this movie. Two seemingly conflicting pieces of information that I think coexist next to each other. This film is exponentially better than the previous two movies, <laughs> and it is fucking terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm right there with you, man. I think it's the best one by by like a country mile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a very bad movie. It is still not a good movie. Um, it it really did remind me of another Yeti love story, Life on the Streets, in terms of the way it looked. It, like, <laughs> it looks a lot like uh, your movie. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's for, some for better or worse. <laughs> yeah, and I will say this too: uh, you you get the feeling from this movie. That a bunch of fucking Hollywood doofuses had a pretty good time just hanging out with each other and making this movie. Yeah, um, yeah. Like the and and I think it really really shines over the first one in that respect. Like the first one is like it like we've talked about it. Just like takes place in like four rooms. There's like eight people. They're all terrible. <laughs> um, nothing none of the happens. story makes sense. Yeah, yeah, none of it makes any sense. This movie uh, is. At times, fun um, mm-hmm. had probably all the five best jokes of anything in this whole series. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's it's like it's a it's a really cheap, really shitty movie. But it's this is the first one that doesn't like fundamentally fail at the job that it has, which is to like make a somewhat coherent story. Uh, on film or video, <laughs> and <Yeah>. like, and, <laughs> right? <laughs> like it's 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 you can kind of follow it. I don't know. What you just tell us some more about about how you felt? Uh, yeah, I I am pretty much right there with you. I think this is like we're part two. Really, um, tried to be a funny, like satirical look at Hollywood, right? And was just not good at all. This one yeah. is actually there are some funny things in here. I I laughed a few times. Mm-hmm. I was having fun watching it. Yeah, and I think a big part of that is just is the disco aspect in the roller skating. <laughs> whenever there's infectious. a lull in it, yeah. <laughs> whenever there's a lull in action, they kind of yeah. just show people roller skating and dancing and stuff. It's like okay, yeah, okay, this is fun. Um, yeah, and it is way funnier than the last movie. So that definitely. Brings me to a question that we had. Sure. Um, from the last, the last movie, mm-hmm. uh, Ginger Dead Man Two, uh, yeah. Passion of the Crust. Mm-hmm. Who was that directed by? William Butler is right. the director of this movie, and his name was thrown around. 
he was a co-writer time. yeah and and yeah and imdb claimed that uh uh saint croix sylvia saint croix might have been a pseudonym of his yeah i think that it wasn't him directing the previous yeah. movie just because this one is a little bit it's just better in all ways it is and it yeah, I mean, it tries harder to be a movie. It's funnier. Uh, it feels like there. I mean, I think to be because I don't want to be too exuberant in my praise. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. So I mean, at this, we're starving for something <laughs> yeah, good. True. Yeah, if you guys just started with this movie, you might you, you might turn it off after twenty minutes. But if you force yourself to watch the other two first, yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say that like the most. It seems like the most creative effort went into this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you like based on everything that I've read about William Butler and whenever he shows up in a story, which he has frequently when we're talking about like the production of different movies, he seems someone who like someone who's invested, who loves horror movies, who cares a lot about stuff. I mean, he's done a lot of different jobs and been uh, in some way a part of a lot of different, uh, horror films. So I think you can feel some care. I don't I'm not going to say the execution was great. I'm not going to call it a raving success, but it's like he seems to be trying harder certainly than Charles Band is trying in the first one. Oh, and yeah. yeah. To your point, I think um this really this really makes me feel like for sure Charles Band is responsible for Passion of the Crust and this is the first time that Butler's had his hands really in the dough. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's that works for me. Did that work? Did it work? Yeah. I mean, it's more thought that's ever been gone into any of these movies. So yeah, that works for me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there. You know, I said before, Jackie Beat. I think uh, mm-hmm. really is a, a a lone shining star in these movies. Um, William Butler himself as the Ginger Dead Man. I. Mm-hmm. I I guess is fine. I don't understand. Like the ginger dead man, there's no internal logic to mm-hmm. his character. He None just whatsoever. says things. Even some of his lines I wrote down in uh, in the recap. We'll get to him. They just make no fucking sense. It's just he's just saying things. It's crazy. Well, what's really funny about it is that in the first movie, that seems to be a byproduct of the fact that they only had Gary Busey to record dialogue for I don't know, maybe two thirds of a day, probably more right, like right. half a day. <laughs> but they don't have that problem anymore. The fucking right. director did the dialogue, so they had all the time in the world they needed to write his lines and to record yeah. them. But it still feels like they just went into the booth. And they're like, we're gonna bang this out in three hours, and we'll just kind of plug and play. Yeah, just say a bunch of stuff, and we'll figure out where it goes. Yeah. Um. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Keep going. Oh, I was gonna say, uh, and this also is a time travel movie, which uh, um, I was also, uh, I was um, self conscious of because we end Yeti two with a time travel element that would that teases (laughs) to a third time travel movie. I mean, I could see a collision of those two franchises. Yeah, I could too. Let's Has get there... Charles Band on the on the line. Could could you be uh, the sort of uh, the chosen one who unites the universes of Full Moon and Troma? <laughs> oh man, if only heavy where heavy hangs the crown. So hey, I, I don't know. I'd With come. Great back. power comes great response. You'd come back. I would come back. I just want you to know that. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, that's good to know. Then uh, yeah. I'm going to get this moving and get the gears turning on this bad boy. <laughs> right on. 
<laughs> um, so yeah, uh, this movie was well, like three years, came out three years after the last one. Yeah. 2011. Uh, I think it got hung up for a while, you know, who knows how things work behind the scenes over there at full moon, but it seems like they started at one point and then, um, uh, got held up for a bit and uh, it came out about a year later than they expected. But, uh, you know, it, they made it, it got made. Um, yeah, the creative team on this one seems largely to be William Butler and Muffy Bolding. Uh-huh. Um, Great who, name. Yeah, who were also the co-writers of Passion of the Crust. So, I mean, that movie fucking sucked, and the writing was terrible. Uh, yeah. So they tried harder on this one? I don't know. I don't um, know. Yeah. I mean, also, this wasn't great. It's not, it's not good. It's just better. It's, <laughs> it's not just good. Better. It's just better. Yeah, we um, should be clear. We're happy that we watched it because we were expecting like a real fucking turd in a yeah. bed. <laughs> like, yeah. like you so this is a turd. Yeah. So it's a turd ahead. outside of the bed. This is a turd in the toilet where it belongs. Um, <laughs> sp- yeah. yeah, we do. Go- speaking of the toilet. So Muffy Boulding also appears in this film as Ingrid. Yeah, uh, Ingrid Harshman. Yeah, who uh, gets a little toilet time herself? She does. <laughs> um, but we'll get there all in due all in due course. Um, yeah, we've talked about Butler a couple times already. Former actor turned writer. Uh, you don't need his backstory. Um, I would go so far as to say that if this movie had been made, let's call it twenty. 5 years earlier mm-hmm. 2024 in the era in the in the 80s in an era when you would have made a movie like this on film mm-hmm. um this could actually be like a kind of maybe slightly well liked culty piece of shit kind of thing sure um, yeah we wouldn't have any of the cg blood that's yeah. in the movie in like the CG, the CG uh, Ginger Dead Man running around looks oh, so boy, fucking bad. Oh boy, oh <laughs> yes. boy! Holy shit! It looks like you know what he looks like. It's like remember that episode of The Simpsons from like 1993 when yeah, we animated Homer, Homer goes into the real the real world. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just if you ever wanted to see the Ginger Dead Man devoid of any texture whatsoever, <laughs> he's just smooth. And just one <laughs> one uniform color. Uh, it's like something yeah. something that you could make with an Instagram, uh, you know, filter at this point in time. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, when he's a puppet, he looks fine. It's uh, the best looking Ginger Dead Man uh, as far as puppets go. Yeah, the puppet is, is the best one, certainly. Um yeah, it just like I mean, it, the movie just looks real shitty because it is just shot on video and it's just not lit particularly well, no. which is to to be expected. Um, yeah, I mean, I really like. I was watching it and I was like, yeah, this looks like something that I would have shot like ten years ago. Um, yeah, I mean, it literally looks like something I shot almost ten years ago. Probably got six years ago. <laughs> six years ago. You I would say that Yeti uh is lit better. Than yeah. This. Oh yeah, I think so too. Yeah. But the level um, of like set design and costume, I'm like, we shot the movie for twelve thousand dollars. So Yeah, yeah. You know? 
Well, I mean, what do you? It, let's take a guess here. What do you? What do you think this cost? There's no way to know. There's no way to know. I don't. I God, I don't know. Fifty thousand dollars, maybe. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I was yeah. gonna say fifty. Um, so that feels about right. Yeah, because it's again because I'm like thinking about the like all the skating scenes and stuff, and it's like you know this, and I and we've we've experienced this. Like I'm going to I'm going to venture that the majority of those people were unpaid, right? I think you know? so, yeah. It's just people that were like, "Hey, you want to be in a movie? You want to come yeah. out and skate around for 4 hours for 2 days?" And there's people like, "Yeah, totally." Um Yeah, according to IMDb trivia, it's like fans were 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 like won a contest or something to be, <laughs> to be in background. It. Like to who's be in fucking it for friends? And they're they're like young hot people too. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I don't know if I buy that. <laughs> uh, maybe there's a few. Maybe there's a handful back there. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't have a whole lot of behind the scenes stuff to say about this. Um, I don't know. I I almost feel like we could just kind of jump in and start talking about it. Unless there's anything else you want to say. I don't think so. I mean, yeah. I, I think anything else will just come up organically when we're talking about the movie. Uh. Yeah, I don't, f- fuck, man. This move, this series has gotten us beat down. <laughs> it certainly has. I'm hanging uh, on by for dear life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this might be the shortest opening we've ever done, but let's let's do it, man. <laughs> See you right. uh, on the other side of the break. We uh, open on a full moon, and why not? It's full moon pictures after all. And we see silhouetted against the moonlight, the scientific research institute. For the study of homicidal baked goods. Yeah. And uh, happy to see that they have finally decided after two movies to capitalize on the central premise of the <laughs> film and make uh, jokes about uh, baked goods coming to life. Just- yeah. And how stupid it is that baked goods come to life. It's it's amazing, actually. Just a little bit of effort will goes a long way in this series. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. Uh, and then we're into the Silence of the Lambs spoof part where we meet Clarissa Darling, who's in the uh, Jodie Foster yeah. role. Looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, she has to take off her scarf and earrings, uh, according to the security guard. Who's constantly... Who I never got the name of. I didn't either, but she's always eating a sandwich. Cause that's, yeah. I, I, th- I feel like this is a joke that uh, lives across many genres. It's security guards always eating. I don't know why. Yeah, security guards and morticians are always eating giant sloppy sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and she's like, any other piercings or jewelry they can get a hold of? And she thinks for a second and then reaches into her shirt and pulls out two nipple piercings. <laughs> and they look like, you know, when you buy those little metal puzzles where the pieces fit together and you have Yeah, to, like, yeah, it's like prime apart. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what she had in her nipples. Yeah, and then uh, the security guard like looks at her one more time, like, "Come on, I know you got more." And she reaches into her pants. We have this really disgusting wet noise, and she pulls out a screw, a giant screw and nut. Yeah, uh, the nuts on the screw. Which I'm curious if she t- took the nut off and took it out <laughs> and then put the nut back yeah. on before she put it. But yeah, it's uh, we'll never know. And then uh, she's let into the ward. I wrote at this point that this is Yeti 2 level of set design. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Uh, but it, no, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. no. What were you going to say? 
Oh, I was gonna I was gonna move on to the to the other baked goods and if you had something about the set you wanted to say. No, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like nah. shit. Yeah, it looks, looks yeah, it does. Looks, <laughs> um we get a little bit of fun here. We actually yeah. see some other sentient baked goods. We got mm-hmm. a French baguette that harasses her. Yeah. A cherry pie who's like it's like I'm not a whore, I swear, <laughs> or something like that. Just a lot it. of God, man. This movie is just fucking this series is rife with like whores, yeah. C word. Like all that shit. The ginger dead man loves to call, yeah, women whatever it can come up with. Um, Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's not my favorite, Um, but hey, what are you gonna do? The next one we get though. Well, there's the Rasta cake. Yeah, it's a Rasta chocolate cake. Yeah. And then finally, we talked about it last time. Mm -hmm. A cream puff that squirts cream on her, (laughs) like when the guy throws. Semen at Clar- uh, Clarice in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, it's and then uh, get a nice little baking pun in here, also evoking that Silence of the Lambs scene. He tells her he can smell her muffin. <laughs> um. Yeah, I actually kind of laughed at that line. Yeah, I would say that it was a tiny little LOL. Against all odds. Um. Finally, she's brought to the ginger dead man. He's in full on Hannibal Lecter mask, mm-hmm. uh, tied up. Looks better. Like, Can I? I think the puppet. Oh yeah. yeah, some improvements to the puppet. It the, its eyes move. It blinks. It's it definitely is a better looking ginger dead man. Yeah. Um. He asks to see her credentials, and she pulls out her library card, which I thought was a, a dumb funny <laughs> joke. Um. She says she's been sent there from the FBI. Um. And she's doing a case study on what drives him to kill. And if he if he cooperates with her, the DA is going to cut him a deal and relocate him to Candyland Island, just off the coast of Lollipop Bay. They go they go real beat for beat with the Silence of the Lambs parody here. Like, yeah, they do. Like they get in detail. Like she does the like for three hours a day, you'll be allowed yeah. to like go outside. And there's some fucking dumb joke. About, yeah, Did you, you write you it down? It- no, I didn't, but yeah. I, I remember it's like swim in the lemonade sea or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um he sounds nothing like Gary Busey in this one. Like William William Butler. No. I think maybe he tries to do a little bit more. Maybe he's doing more of a Anthony Hopkins voice in this early scene. In this scene, scene but... yeah. But in the rest of it he just kinda goes, ah, I don't know, ginger dead man. You know, he just sounds yeah, exactly. like kind of raspy and like like a piece of shit. That's just that's what he's going for. Suddenly, there's a security breach. They're being invaded by misguided animal activists who are, like, opening up all the cells. Yeah. Um, And then Clarissa reveals that she's not actually there Mm -hmm. with the FBI. She's the sister of the homeless guy. Yeah. At the end of part two. Who does. Who apparently. I I was going to say, a character who does have. A very unfortunate name. Did you see this in the credits? No, I didn't. I didn't. Her brother's name is Toothless McHomeless. Uh, yeah. So wow. Some, <laughs> some real sensitivity from uh, from <laughs> William and Muffy. Uh, and so apparently he he died at at some point. Mm-hmm. So she wants revenge on him. Um, the an animal rights activist like stops her from shooting the ginger dead man and she thinks he's a shaved monkey <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's got capuchin yeah she's like oh my god look what they did to you they shaved they shaved you bald and gave you little jelly bean buttons <laughs> and cut off your noble tail oh yeah yeah and she she releases him 
And then Ginger Dead Man, oh man, he doesn't even give her a second. Mm. He bites her nose off. Mm-hmm. And he runs out of the ward into the time traveling studies section. Now, let me, I, something just occurred to me just in this moment. So mm-hmm. we've got misguided animal rights activists causing great harm unintentionally. Mm-hmm. Immediately followed by time travel. Is this? Oh all, yeah. Is this also a twelve monkeys parody? <laughs> I, just, I just thought of it as you were saying it. I think it might be. Okay, <laughs> That's something to ponder. Uh, I gotta rewatch that movie. It's been a long time. Uh, so then he, there's a time machine that two scientists are working on. I didn't catch it as I was watching it, but in on IMDb, one of them is named like Doctor Acula or something like that. Something dumb. Yeah, real dumb. Uh, and then, so this time machine only sends back food, but, it, but it doesn't, it does. It also sends back little kids at some point. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. ginger dead man shoots the two scientists body count to the blood looks so bad. It's, it's all CG, which yeah. I know, you know, and I don't want to just like talk shit about every movie that uses CG for all of its, you know, where you would have a squib and blood. Cause I know that's something that. You know, uh, we did it that you had. Yeah, exactly. Um, Probably for the same reason. Just we didn't have time to. Yeah, it's faster money. It's much cheaper, but it looks considerably worse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So then uh, Ginger Dead Man activates. Oh, we get we get the the CG Ginger Ginger Dead Man running around. Looks real dumb. Awful. Um, Yeah. He calls the security guard who's who's an African-American woman. Brown sugar. And then he's transported back in time. And then I texted Mike. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Guess what song we get for the opening credits again? We get Run, Run, Run uh, once again. Yeah. <laughs> I almost texted you back that if they didn't at least end the movie with some sort of disco song, I was going to be just out of my mind furious. I'll spoil it right now. They do. Yeah, so they, they saved themselves from me completely blowing my top. But it's like the song was maybe not as repetitive if you waited three years to watch the sequel. But if you watched the other one last week, I never want to hear. I don't even want to hear Joan Jett ever again. I don't either. Yeah. yeah. At this point, um, I think they did shorten it this time around. They didn't play the song in its entirety. It's true. Because that thing has like five verses. It's so they're dumb. all the same. There's two or there's two verses, maybe. And they repeat. Right, right. Yeah. But like, yeah. Yes, the length measures. of it is, is yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, so then Ginger Dead Man is back in 1976 at a roller disco. Uh-huh. Uh, people are skating around, chopping up some coke. Uh, Ginger Dead Man appears. 1976? You gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah. Uh, um. There's a sign that says it's a roller disco pageant in the background. Pageant is misspelled. Um, <laughs> it's a hard word, but it is. Yeah. It's a tough one, Jesus. but uh, you know, it's uh, we got the internet. Yeah, ex- exactly. Um, we meet PJ, who's just like one of the uh, lackeys of Tammy, uh, making out with her shirtless boyfriend. Um, and then another girl comes over and starts making out with her, and Ginger Dead Man's like, "Oh yeah, taking shit." What? What? Is that what he what says? What the fuck? <laughs> That's what he says. I had the closed captioning on, unless they got uh, the closed captioning is frequently incorrect. Uh-huh. But I rewound it. I think he says taking shit. <laughs> All right. Well, 
I or mean, maybe he says kinky shit. I, I don't know. All right. Uh, he's admiring the babes. He's like, oh, pussy. <laughs> he does just exclaim pussy. <laughs> and then we uh, there's these two little kids um, who are kind of our audience stand-ins telling us who everybody is. It's like Pickles and Tina, I think their, name are, their names are. Like yeah. the boys' pickles. There's a lot of fucking people whose names... I couldn't yeah. follow. I, I barely, yeah, I barely kept up. With yeah, them. I was not envious of your task. <laughs> um, so we have this power couple, Wheels Epstein and Tammy Pimento. Um, <laughs> and they're like, his, <laughs> they're this power couple. Uh, he's going to be going to the Olympics. He wants to win a gold medal. Do they roller skate melt- in the Olympics? I don't know. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Um, he's, he wants to melt down the gold rings into two, uh, the gold medal into two rings so he can ask her to marry him. And she's the reigning roller queen for three years in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ginger dead man calls her the C word. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no motivated by nothing other than his hatred for women. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so then we meet, uh, Trixie, the owner who's played by Jackie beat or, yeah, yeah, as Ken. Yeah, Jackie Dra- drag queen Jackie beat. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's a roller boogie queen pageant that they're she's gonna run. Um, and after, oh, this is this is sad. She's gonna have to close the doors of the roller rink because yeah. she's eighty five thousand dollars in debt to the IRS. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of back taxes. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is. I mean, we're really hitting some classics here, and just. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know when you. I, I I to spoil or to sort of just steal part of your job from you very quickly. We're just gonna the, this movie loves to just steal tropes from other stuff, and frankly, I respect it because it's like me too. They worked in their original movies for a reason, so it's like yeah. they're gonna basically build all of this off the back of Carrie. Um, yes, which is gonna start getting rolled out very soon. But it's like you know, we just went from Silence of the Lambs to Carrie. We get some roller disco shit and like this idea that this is such a class. Is this car wash? Is that what the. the... Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like, Uncle Sam can't kill disco. Then they come, try to come up with ideas like the the patrons. Right. They could do a, a bikini car wash or a roller disco bake sale. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember if the plot of car wash. There's or maybe it's something else. There's some movie where. I mean, like, you know, Blues Brothers is like this. There's a million of these movies where just like the thing we like is going out of business. What kind of save it? Yeah, we need a crazy scheme to save it. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you know what? It fucking works better than the bullshit they tried in the first two movies. Totally. Yeah. Ginger Dead Man Bake Sale. Here we go again. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Okay, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're already doing it, so <laughs> we, we've already we've already gone again, Ginger Dead Man. We're in the midst of going. <laughs> uh, Trixie introduces her niece Cherry, who uh, she looks older later, but in this yes. she looks about twelve. She looks. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. She looks like a preteen, and every fucking dude with stubble in the crowd proceeds to like start rubbing his fucking balls and just go like, yeah. "Oh my god, yeah! Oh god, yeah, she so really hot. looks like she looks like a little like meek 
12 year old it's fucking it's creepy it's really creepy yes <laughs> and then eventually like she moves her hair and you're like okay this girl's like 24 or something yeah like, yeah, yeah exactly but, but i was very confused initially yeah i was like oh no yeah i was i was bothered by it at first for sure um and then tammy is immediately threatened by her and calls her a nerd <laughs> and then she looks at a light and bursts it burst like a an overhead light so we got some carry going on and i'll say i really respect the efficiency it's like they don't yeah it's just like she looks at a light it explodes you're like oh it's a carry thing okay thanks cool yeah moving our second, on our second carry reference movie you know like <laughs> the other being friday the 13th mm-hmm. seven yeah directed by john carl buchler from the last yeah. movie it all yeah. comes back yeah um so Cherry, oh yeah, Cherry notices Ginger Dead Man um, and is like, what the fuck is that? He's trying to get the time machine working again. Mm-hmm. Of all the shithead decades to get stranded in. It's like, I don't know, it seems pretty fun, honestly. Yeah, there's a lot I, worse I decades. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, like. Could have showed up during, you know, I don't know, the depression. 2020? <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then it's the time for the bikini car wash. Uh, the three babes, Doreen, Sandy, and Colleen, all scream and shake their tits around. There's, this movie gets so close to having nudity, and it doesn't. It even uh, has a girl take her top off, and then yeah, but then cover- it like holds over her, and it's just like you're gonna tell me one that this actress hasn't been nude in another movie because I don't believe that. Yeah, and two, it's like you've already gone this far, just like. Fucking cough up the three hundred bucks to boost the day rate or whatever it is, and just have some boobs in your fucking movie for God's sake. Yeah. Well, that woman actually we're about to meet Peaches. She's there with her boyfriend Tux, who just wears a tuxedo shirt. My mood ring says that something epic's gonna happen tonight, and I'm never gonna that I'm never gonna forget. Duh, Tux's magical trail mix. It's shrooms, lewds, (laughs) acid, ecstasy, bennies, and nose candy. Uh, as someone with relatively extensive experience in psychedelics uh, and hallucinogens, you know, if you're watching this movie and you're thinking to yourself, that sounds like fun. Guys, don't don't mix and match. OK, just stick to one. Sure. Thing. Do uh, one thing. That's how we, that's how we lose all of our great fat comedians. OK, so. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. John Candy. Um was he drugs was no he i think he's the only one who was he wasn't yeah he wasn't that's <laughs> as soon as i said it <laughs> candy just the, uh, had a regular old heart attack uh my my friends here um uh like years and years ago mm-hmm. they had a giant head of john candy in their living room just on the wall okay. i don't know where they got it from and then uh John Candy's son was coming over for a party. Somehow, like a friend of a friend. Yeah, he's and they were like, he's around. I've I've seen him places. And they were like, oh fuck, we gotta get rid of this giant John Candy head. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Although maybe he would have liked it. I don't know. Maybe he would have. Yeah, I mean, if it didn't seem like staged, certainly. Um, yeah, yeah. But no, Candy, uh, just a straight old heart attack. But he was, in addition to having a weight issue, he was a pack a day smoker and uh, oh, geez, well, kind of a borderline alcoholic. So, um, sure, yeah, just uh, did a did a real number on his ticker. But man, he was fucking great. He was great. Uh, Trixie brings Cherry to meet Randy, uh, one of the people who works at the roller skating rink. 
Uh, she's cherry, and I'd like her to stay that way. Um, he's into her. Yeah. She's kind of into him. Uh, Trixie makes her promise that she won't roller skate or do anything. Um, like, and she's real get, serious. Real serious. Like, yeah. you got to promise me. You'll never roller skate. Right. There's a bit, um, there's a bit of cognitive dissonance because she owns a roller owns skating a rink. roller skating rink. Yeah. yeah. It's like, after all, you're going to be a dental hygienist. Molars, not rollers. Uh, and then she sees the gi- ginger dead man run by again. She points it out to Randy. He doesn't believe her. Huh, yeah. Maybe I'm a little, a little more jet lagged than I thought. And he's like, well, you know, you could really blow off some steam in that rink over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, this guy somehow, he like, he treats getting her to skate against her aunt's wishes like fucking. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, save this full court press for like you two hooking up. <laughs> Who gives a shit if she skates or not? Skates. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you're still recording, right? I just want to make sure. <laughs> yes. Okay, thank God. Yeah, I am. Uh, we, had a, we, had, we had a false start on our record. I had a couple technical issues, so we did. <laughs> we had to redo the first five minutes, so Eric's a little bit... Uh, <laughs> Skittish. Yeah. Because now we're entering the point of, like, uh, it'll suck to redo. <laughs> we uh, are good. We're ticking along. <laughs> The bikini car wash is in full effect. The girls are just moaning with pleasure and getting all soapy. Um, I just want to point out that one of these girls um, is played by Junie Huang, who mm. was the ass paddle recipient in uh, part two. So, oh, there you, know, you go. That little double roll action. Um, The ginger dead man sees it. He's into it. And he start- he's so into it. That for the second time in the series, he starts jerking off again. Yeah, still no jizz. <laughs> still no jizz. I don't, know, I don't know why I'm bothered by that, but I am. Uh, yeah, it uh, just seems like a missed opportunity. We've already had some... some. Yeah, we had frost. Pay. We had some cream. Let's get some icing, some frosting yeah. now. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, then those two little kids, Tina and Pickles, they're talking. Yeah. Oh, I did make a note that I'm not sure why... The editor and director made the decision to cut directly from an e- oh, yeah. a murderous cookie jerking off to just two ten year olds <laughs> having a conversation a with each other. These kids shouldn't be on this set. No, 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 no. There's nothing um, about them being kids that ever matters. No, it really doesn't. They're like, I, I think what they, if I remember correctly, they're like the kids of the person who's sponsoring the beauty pageant. It's like, just have them. I don't know. Yeah. Who is not a character we ever meet. So, uh, or if we do, they don't make it clear that that's who they are. At one point in their conversation, she does call him the, the F, the gay F word. (laughs) I thought he, he, you know, he uses it and then she gets, she gets mad. You're right. So not to say it's not an excuse for using it, but at least within the context of the film, he uses it. And then she immediately threatens him with physical violence if he ever says it again. You're right. Um, I read my note wrong because she wants to marry a Bay City roller and he calls him a bunch of F's. Right. Uh, and then so that she finds the time machine. She thinks it's a digital calculator. She fucks around with it and boom, gets zapped back in time. Mm hmm. Ginger Dead Man's watching the bikini car wash. And he says, wrong exit, baby. You're soaking in it. Don't know. I don't get it. Don't know what that fucking means. No. Uh, and then he notices a big vat of hydrochloric acid with a spigot for the uh, 
for the hose. Yeah, it's skate wheel cleaner. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it says, oh, I missed. I missed that. <laughs> yeah, it's made. Of, it's made of hydrochloric acid. That's funny. Um, and I did. This is a point. This is the point in the movie where I did have a note that I I was I was a little bit stoned. <laughs> Uh, which you know, because we were texting a little bit, and I got uh-huh. I got very distracted trying to start the movie. Um, <laughs> uh, and then instead, I watched an entire other full moon movie on fast forward the whole time. <laughs> but intergalactic swingers, it was called. That's if right, I, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but it was like the R cut instead of an NC seventeen, so it was like forty two minutes long because they took all the sex scenes out. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I wrote down my little treatise, which was basically that uh, I I think that maybe the reason that the ginger man kill ginger dead man kills is because he is so enraged by the fact that he can no longer have sex with human women because he's made of a gingerbread cookie. Um, oh, maybe yeah, because he's clearly very horny. And it seems He's to be constantly jacking off. Yeah, and this is like a this is like a a thing we keep coming back to where he's like he loves all the hot trim around and he gets real excited about it and he likes to jerk <laughs> off, but then he always wants to murder them. And I'm like, why, man? If you're real into that stuff, then like keep them around, hmm. right? But I think it's because he's mad because he can't participate. You think he's an incel? Well, no, I, I mean, yeah, I guess, right? It's involu- it's involuntary, right? Yeah. That's the in part? Yeah, involuntary, involuntary celibate. Yeah, so maybe when he came, wait, so if he went back to 1976, he's the first incel. Hey, listen, we should uh, write a, tre- a treatise on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's jump on. Uh, ginger, gingerbread man gets red-pilled. <laughs> I'll, I'll reach out to my contacts on 14chan okay. or whatever the fuck it is now. Um, you bitches look so hot, I almost can't do what I'm about to do. Almost. Yeah. Uh, no, he does. Randy bring. He does do. He eventually does it. Uh, Randy brings Cherry out to the skating rink. She's afraid of getting caught and can't skate. Uh, he's like, hey, come on, take a chance on me. Which it is. Um, it's fun. It's a disco line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it? I guess. Is it? Yeah. What is that? That's ABBA, right? Take a chance. On, oh, take a chance on me. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Huh. Hey, learn something new every day, especially hey. when you're an idiot like me. <laughs> you just don't have the. Um, you just don't have the requisite appreciation for disco. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I think I disco is super underrated. Anyways, it is. I, I, I. The more I listen to it now, the more I like it. Um, there's some fun shit. Yeah. Especially ABBA. ABBA's great. ABBA's great. Yeah. Fucking, a lot of good Jeez. disco. I'll make you a disco mix. Okay, please do, actually. All right. I'd like that. Great. Uh, outside, the ginger dead man hooks up the hose to the acid. <laughs> the girls are like, how much money have we raised? Two dollars. How many cars have we washed? One. <laughs> and it's Trixie's. <laughs> it's Trixie's car. Yeah. Um, I wrote some hose for the hose. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Gingerbread, ginger dead man says some hose for the hose. And he hooks up the acid. They start start spraying each other, and their skin starts melting off. Uh, we cut away. Cherry's having a great time skating. Uh, Randy goes to get them a couple of cold shastas, and then we meet Coco and Yoko. And I bet you could guess what race they both are, <laughs> or they're not both that, but mm-hmm. it's pretty a 
pretty dumb. Uh, yeah. Yoko is Asian. Coco is African American. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not the cleverest of uh, names no. for them. No. Uh, yeah, this movie is sporadically fairly offensive, but nothing really comes close to uh, oh, no, the no, heights no, no. of part two, at least. So No, no. Um, so, uh, she, uh, one of them is like, looks like Randy has his eye on you. Are you kidding me? Someone as perfect as him would never date someone as plain as me. <laughs> he's dated some real pigs in his time. <laughs> this is their answer to that. Also, he seems pretty underwhelming. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He's like, not like a hot guy. All you need is a roller boogie makeover. Uh, Tammy hears this and gets jealous. She's very threatened by Cherry. Outside, the girls are melting. It looks weird. It look like it kind of looks good, but then there's a lot of like CG, bad CG. Yeah, it's like ambitious CG, but it's not like yeah. I I mean, if they had had like a million dollars sitting around to like do their effects, they might have looked yeah. kind of cool. But overall, I mean, just these movies, you know, it's part of the soul of like horror movies and and cheap movies. Is it's like, hey, you know what? make a much worse looking practical effect and you will get mm. so much leeway from me but yes like yes. your cg better be really fucking good or else i i don't have time for it and, and totally it's just how i feel about it uh the smell of womanhood melting flesh body counts up to five we got a classic makeover scene this is fun i like i always like a tongue-in-cheek makeover scene makes <laughs> me laugh i like all makeover scenes uh, she tries on a bunch of dresses. Let's go out and get you that crown. I'm a stone cold pop fox. <laughs> the light pops above her head. Uh, ginger dead man's crawling in a duct. Tucks and peaches are tripping out. They decide they start to freak a little bit, and they decide to go back into a back room to, uh, you know, get it on. Ginger dead man sees Ingrid Harshman. <laughs> Coming into the bathroom, he like threw a hole in the wall, and he's like, "Coming to pop a squat, honey buns." <laughs> yeah, and uh, he tells her to take her underpants off and strut around for him, and she thinks it's like a, pe- a standard peeping tom, yeah, just your normal t- peeping tom, yeah. And uh, he sticks his bready dick through the hole. <laughs> yeah, we can see the ginger dead man's dick. Yeah, he- and Ginger Dead Man goes full frontal. <laughs> it's just dough. It's just a sort of knobby little piece of dough. Um, but yeah, they, we get a real legit glory hole situation here. We do, uh, but it doesn't end the way uh, the videos that I've seen ends, because she rips <laughs> his dick right off, like in a nod to Porky's, although there's no no actual dick r- getting ripped off. Yeah, that's a disappointment. And she takes a little nibble of it. It's not bad. <laughs> Uh, Cherry rolls onto the floor in her new look. Randy is totally blown away. Um, they skate. People are into it. She's going to get all the votes. Everyone starts to slow dance, and uh, Randy kisses Cherry, but Aunt Trixie is watching from above. And then she makes an announcement, making it clear that she saw everything. Cherry's not going to get away with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the votes come in for the Roller Brigade Queen. Meanwhile, Cherry gets called up to the Trixie's office. Harshman finishes up in the bathroom. As she leaves, Ginger Dead Man pops his head out of the toilet. What's that broad living on? Sawdust? 
I don't even. I don't know that I, I even get it. Get it. <laughs> I didn't get it either, but I, I kind of enjoyed it. I assume that means it's more regular, right? Like I, it's I like a very, firm, very thick. I, I don't know. And also, did he eat her shit, or did he come out of her shit because she ate his dick, or like what happened? Why is he in the yeah. toilet? <laughs> I don't know. How did he get he there? He was in the glory hole before, and then he gets his dick ripped off, and now he's in the toilet. And I will say that this is the kind of logic that I expect from maybe a Passion of the Crust. But to, up to this point, <laughs> Saturday Night Cleaver had been a little bit better, and uh, they let me down. So, yeah. um, so it, it uh, we get a uh, the two stoners, t- uh, Tux and Trixie, are in the back room, and the walls are throbbing. So my butterfly, they start going at it. Ginger Dead Man sneaks in. He climbs up on a shelf. Nice view. And he would jerk off again, but he can't because he doesn't have a penis anymore. That's right. Oh, man. That sucks. Um, this is when we almost get some boobs, but we don't. Yep. Uh, but we do get a roller dance sequence from real quick. <laughs> the editing, I will say, is a little bit uh, frantic. Yes, it is. They cut around quite a lot, uh, both within uh, shots in a scene and then from one scene to a next to the next. So. Um, just notes for next time. Tight, tighten it up a little bit, guys. Um. So then, uh, Trixie comes into uh, uh, Aunt Cherry comes into Aunt Trixie's office. Then a janitor comes in to see uh, Peaches and 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 Tux fucking in the back, and uh, he's just like some haggard looking dude. But they're tripping, and they see him as like this really. <laughs> this really like studly guy. It's a bona fide hottie. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, stud? You two look like you could use some company. Yeah, come join us. And the janitor starts fucking. Yeah, and I think he starts kind of fucking the dude from behind. I think he fucks the dude first. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so this is a real free for all. Aunt Trixie's reading the uh, Cherry the Ride Act about the dangers of skating. She was injured skating when she was younger. Some like her pelvis got broken. Things get heated. She drops it. They're all going to laugh at you line, which I remember more from Adam Sandler than I do from Carrie. (laughs) I think there was, I think there was a five year gap between me listening to, uh, that Sandler. Uh, is that the name of the album? That is the name of the album. Yeah. Yeah. There was five years before I knew that was a Carrie reference. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Um, so ginger dead man chooses a nail gun and then shoots the three fuckers (laughs) with this nail gun. And it just comes out like a goddamn machine gun. This is probably the worst CG of the movie in my opinion. CG Um, blood's going everywhere. It looks really bad. Well, because one of the issues too, is it's like, so he shoots them so many times, but there's, but it's just like, there's no lasting effect of the nail. There's just like, there's a CG effect when it hits them, like a little explosion of blood. Yeah. But then there's no wound because there's no real makeup being done. And so it's just like, they get hit with a nail and then it's like nothing ever happened. And then they just get hit with another nail. And it's like, it just looks really, it really looks shitty. Um, It does. Yeah. Uh, Body counts now up to eight. Trixie and Cherry are in the office struggling um cherry uses her telekinesis to hit trixie with an ashtray 
Trixie calms down and tells her the story about why she hates skating. We, <laughs> <laughs> it all starts back in World War II. We get some stock footage over this. Uh, yeah. We get a little bit of like, bombers flying around. <laughs> <laughs> While the men were at war, the women uh, had to step up and start doing the jobs, and she became a barrel jumping sensation on roller skates and she wowed president Truman. I think it was, was it Truman or was it, uh, it wasn't it FDR? I don't remember. Uh, uh no, I think it's, I think she says Truman. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I'm not positive. Actually. Yeah. Uh, no, it would have been F- FDR, but I'm pretty sure she said true. Whatever. Um, anyway, maybe she, she wowed both of them. Maybe. Um, or maybe it's a general at the time. Who knows? Oh, that's a good um, point. Yeah. 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 I think you're onto something there. And so she performs for troops in Hawaii <laughs> right on. And this makes it maybe the most timely episode of Killstreak ever. Uh-huh. Finally connecting it back to the month of December. Uh-huh. Because while she's performing, the attack on Pearl Harbor hits, which is December 7th. Yeah. Uh, three days ago. Three days ago. Recording. This record, yes. Yeah. Uh, so I was watching it the next day, almost on the anniversary of Pearl Harbor. I saluted my screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so we end up learning that the only reason that none of the American men <laughs> were manning their posts uh, was because they were watching her barrel jump. And if and if that hadn't happened, then they would have been able to prevent Pearl Harbor. So, I love that. So- I re- really do think that's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> so this is why Cherry can't skate. <laughs> Yep. Because she'll cause another Pearl Harbor. <laughs> it's, it's really funny. So that's, yeah, that's why Cherry's still defiant, though. Uh, and she says she's going to skate, regardless of what Trixie says. Uh, the nominees for the contest, the beauty pageant, are being announced by Harshman. Meanwhile, Cherry sees the ginger dead man's bloody footprints on the ground and follows them. But before she can get to the bodies, the ginger dead man pops out. He says, pop goes the weasel. <laughs> um, and then some lady comes in and pulls Cherry to the dance floor for the nominees. Uh, they're announced. It's two people we've never seen before. Yeah. What the and, fuck? Yeah. I don't. Couldn't have been other people that we've met. <laughs> yeah. We've already Yoko met and nine people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like nine female skaters. So. Um, so, uh, it's, yeah. And then Cherry, much to the chagrin of Tammy, uh, she's wheeled our way into our hearts. It even, <laughs> I like this. The ginger dead man, when Cherry gets, gets called up is like, Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> it's a real fucking like curveball. Ex- <laughs> I like that. He's excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, Tammy is the fourth nominee. Um, and then Tammy asks her boyfriend Wheels to find out who's going to win. That involves like spying on Harshman while she's counting the votes. Uh, Randy and Cherry have a conversation about how um, she's seen something running around. It looked like a gingerbread man and shows him in the back where she saw it. Uh, meanwhile, some other worker who like previously we've only known to like sniff roller skates. <laughs> Yeah, goes into the back and takes a piss into oh in the bathroom, not just in the back. Um, Ginger Dead Man sneaks up behind him. Harshman's counting the votes. This is that frantic uh, editing we've been talking about. Yeah, we're all over the place right now. Yeah, uh, Cherry's winning by a landslide. 
one of Tammy's lackeys sees it and tells Wheels. And uh, my note was like, why didn't Wheels just see it? <laughs> why, she, he was just instructed to go spy on it. Why, why yeah. this third party? Tammy's only got three votes, so now she has a plan. Okay, go get a phone book. We need to find ourselves an all-night pig farm. And, of course, you've seen Carrie. You know where this, where this is going. Yep. Uh, I really thought there was going to be some kind of curveball, but let's we'll find out if there was. <laughs> or, Spoiler alert. No, no it's, it's just pig's blood again. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting, like, pig shit or something. I don't know. Like, or something, I don't know, pastry, uh, cookie. No. I mean, they, they gave up on... Now this is a this is a disco 70s movie. There's nothing... There's nothing... Uh, cookie related anymore no no uh the ginger dead man slices the dude who's going to the bathrooms like achilles heels it just keeps slicing up his ankles it looks it's actually kind of like some of the best looking effects in the movie well it's It's gory as hell it's a horrifying thing that that i feel like is mostly lifted from pet cemetery uh oh yeah yeah, i don't know if that showed up somewhere else first but that's where i know that move from the old achilles heel slice fred fred gwynn uh, getting it from that creepy kid who's in kindergarten talk and talks about penises and vaginas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh body count body counts up to nine. Everyone's skating around, including Cherry. Hello, world! I've arrived. Uh, and Trixie's watching, and you know what? She's, Cherry's having so much fun; she might be getting swayed here. Um. Then Tammy's like, "May the best girl win." She also calls. Coco a Nubian princess. Yeah. It's very uh very progressive film. Uh Ginger Dead Man, time for little disco genocide. Um you know that classic that classic. Yeah, that classic line. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Randy wants to find Tux and Peaches to introduce them to Cherry, but he can't find her. PJ can't find the other three girls from the car wash. Uh, Cherry's like starting to lose her nerve about the the contest. They're all going to laugh at me. But then Aunt Trixie comes to the rescue, gives her support, thinks she should do it. Uh, The ginger dead man steals the DJ's Coke, which I haven't mentioned previously, but there's a a DJ. The DJ Mm -hmm. there who's always spinning records um, is just like snorting lines the entire time. She's never not snorting cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then he steals her coke, snorts it himself, and replaces her coke with Ajax or something like that. I think that's this ought to clear you out. Uh, she snorts it. Wait for the melt, baby, and she starts foaming at the mouth. Her eyes kind of pop out. She dies. Body count ten. Ginger man, ginger dead man, jumps on the wheels of steels, starts spinning <laughs> himself. He does start. He starts scratching it up. It's pretty. Yeah. People, people look around. They're like, "Yeah, it's, it's." Like, I almost couldn't tell, but it seemed like a little bit of like a Back to the Future moment. Cause, sure, like cause, Ginger Dead Man invents hip hop. Yeah, basically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> which, which would also then uh, really dovetail with the same sort of cultural appropriation theme from Back to the Future. Where, yeah. You know, yeah, you're right. Assuming, yeah. I mean, the Ginger Dead Man is canonically white, right? So, yeah, he is. Yeah, it's scary Busey. You don't get much whiter. Yeah, stealing a famously black form of music and giving it back to them. <laughs> uh, so, 
Anyways. Uh, Trixie apologized to Cherry for being such a drunken lush who spends all her monies at Indian casinos. That's why she's $85,000 in debt. Okay. Uh, Harshman interrupts. There's been a triple homicide in the janitor's sanctuary. The janitor's sanctuary. It was a a fun name that gets no further justification. I kind of appreciate it. Yeah, me too. Uh, Wheels, meanwhile, hides a bucket in the rafters. We see where that's going. Ginger Dead Man sees him doing it. Trixie and Harshman find the bodies in the back. Uh, They see that the janitor, Busby, was hung like a Clydesdale. Um, They're like, we should... We should call the cops. Or Harshman's like, we need to call the cops. And uh, she keeps calling Trixie chief, which I thought was funny. She treats her like a chief of police. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, like, no, we have to announce the winners first. Then we can call the cops. We don't want to disrupt this. <laughs> this is more important than, than the I- fact that three people got murdered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then five, actually, or six at that. that sure. That, they only know. They might be aware three. of. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Uh. The nominees are called up to the stage. The ginger dead man's doing something in the rafters. Wheels is just waiting to dump the bucket on Cherry at the right moment. Trixie, Aunt Trixie is going to announce the winners. Drum roll, please. The winner is Cherry. Give her a crown and a sash and some flowers. Randy clocks the rope. He sees the rope that uh, Wheels is about to pull. And he starts like slowly walking up to the stage. Trixie thinks he's like gonna cause some trouble. Yeah, t- she's like really, like immediately tries to kick him off the stage. Like, get out of here! What are you trying to do? Like, very angry. With yeah, also with no justification. Like, you know, she he's been by all accounts a fairly trustworthy employee, and now seems to be sort of like her niece's boyfriend, more or less. Yeah, yeah. And like, what is he trying to do right. in her mind? Get away from there. He's trying to, like, touch a fucking curtain. Yeah. Uh, Wheels and PJ pull the rope, but it's Tammy who gets the blood. It is blood. I wish it was something else. Just a little, something a little more creative. Uh, Ginger Dead Man drops from the rafters, slices Tammy's head in half with a meat cleaver. Yeah. Body count 11. All CG. All CG. Um, he hits wheels in the back of the head with the cleaver body count 12. Everyone starts to run. Um, and then ginger dead man says, run, run, run as fast as you can, which marks the first time that I understood why the song was called run, run, run. (laughs) Wow. That's impressive. (laughs) Yeah. I just didn't think about it. I don't know. Uh, ginger dead man. Pulls out a gun, shoots Coco and Yoko. Body counts up to 14. Um, then Ginger Dead Man shoots Trixie. I don't know. He doesn't kill her, though. Yeah, he shoots her in the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, Cherry activates her powers, yeah. shuts the doors on everybody. Um, PJ tells Cherry that she was always reading for you the whole time, even though she was like, clearly working against her. Yeah, and PJ, and thank but, you so much PJ for- is dressed exactly like... Like she's a direct copy of the character from Carrie, and now yeah. this is just occurring to me right now. But I almost want to say, is that character played by PJ Souls? 
Is that where this uh, name comes from? Yeah, it, it might be. Look it up because I was wondering the same thing. Yes, uh, it is. PJ Souls. Yes, it is. Yeah, PJ Souls is the one who wears the red baseball cap and carry. You know. In the yeah yeah, hey. it's a hot look. I'll tell you. Absolutely. Well, yeah, the red hat it turns me on. Yeah, let's say nothing like a red baseball cap to get me at half mast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ginger Dead Man shoots PJ. Body count fifteen. So then Carrie, no, Cherry, sorry. <laughs> Cherry knocks the disco you, ball. How could you make such a mistake? <laughs> I know. Knocks the disco ball into the, the ginger dead man. But now there's a live wire. The electricity's going nuts. Yeah. Everybody gets shocked and electrocuted in the place, yeah. except for our main characters. Um, I wrote shocking pink lipstick. I don't know if that. Oh, right, because there's one character who's like this new pink lipstick yeah. is called shocking pink lipstick. Right, right. and then she gets electrocuted. Yeah, yeah. So Cherry, uh, in her like literally kills everybody. In like yeah, she... <laughs> this whole idea that she's gonna like now she's mad. She's gonna use her powers against Ginger Dead Man, and all she does is kill everyone else in the room. She like people's heads explode. Yeah, lay light on fire. Dozens die. I couldn't I, at this point. Body counts out the window. Let's say fifty. It's not gonna yeah. matter. Yeah. yeah, it's not gonna matter soon. Uh, Ginger Dead Man pulls a gun on Cherry. Um, and then we hear off screen. Attention, Ginger Dead Man. Hold on to your cookies. It's Tina in pickles. <laughs> Remember those characters you care a lot about? Yeah, they've traveled back in time. Uh, and have reversed everything that the ginger dead man. Oh, they saw all the trouble that the ginger dead man caused, and they reversed it so he suddenly warps in time. He's like all tied up. Yeah. Um, this is like the and kid, it's, they've. <laughs> no, sorry. Go what's ahead. that? No, it's just you know I will say that the time travel logic is a little bit spotty. Uh, but yes, it is. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. It's a tough. You know, once you jump in to that pool and start waiting around, it's hard. Anyways, please hard. Con- please continue. Um, they've brought back a few friends to help even the score. Those friends include Hitler, Charles Manson, Jeffrey Dahmer, and Lizzie Borden, and also Clarissa Darling and the security guard. And they all get like one dumb fucking like line when they get introduced. Yeah, um, there's no explanation as to why the great villains of history would be yeah. why involved not the heroes? in this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Ginger Dead Man goes check, please. <laughs> then all the fucking freaks come at him. They tear his head off, stick him in a cookie jar. Which is it? A magical cookie jar? Did I miss something? Uh, I mean, I think it's just a cookie jar. It made sense to me because it was like, well, if there was going to be some sort of you know, if we we're going to accept the the sort of world that where a ginger dead man could exist, then yeah, I yeah. guess you would you would store him in a cookie jar. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, so because it's a time travel movie, uh, Tina and Pickles were able to warn Clarissa and uh, ginger dead man never escaped from the Institute. And then everybody's back alive. Everybody in the building, they're back alive. Also. Tina has uh, gives Aunt Trixie a winning lottery ticket, so now she doesn't have to worry about paying for mm-hmm. the uh, roller rink. The roller boogie is safe. Disco will live forever. 
Cherry and Randy kiss. Hitler says, let's roller boogie. And Hitler and Ingrid Harshman <laughs> skate together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tina activates a time portal. All of the fucking serial killers and Hitler go back to where they came from. And then <laughs> I like this. Trixie's like, mind if I hitch a ride? She's going back in time to stop Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Which I just think, Aloha, everyone. I think I think we're taking a few too many risks toying with the fabric of the time space continuum. But that is just me. That's just me. I uh, agree. Um I couldn't find any notes on the actual name of the song, and I did not watch the end. I don't even think the credits had it, but there is an original song that yeah. plays at one point while people are roller skating, and then uh did you have any more notes are we done is this just one uh randy and cherry kiss and they start to glow yeah that's right (laughs) and then ginger dead man laughs i don't know why that's it that's the end of the movie and then we get this song that comes back over the end credits uh and it's like disc it's like disco you to death or disco till you die or something like that uh i don't know it's a little catchy but i'm pretty sure it's sung by Aunt Trixie, so. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, that is Ginger Dead Man 3, Saturday Night Cleaver slash Roller Boogie Man. <laughs> uh, so, this is a movie that is now nine years old. Um, moment that aged the worst. Hmm. Uh, you got your Coco and Yoko. You got yeah. dropping an F-bomb. Uh, yeah. What else? Luckily, it's not as crazily offensive as part two. That's a little It's kind of just like, at this point, it's like par for the course, kind of like genre. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a low-budget horror comedy kind of dumb bullshit. Yeah. I mean, some you know what? Some some folks don't do it, so it means it's not like you have to. Um, yeah. yeah, and also the CGI looks like absolute shit. So. Yeah. 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 Cool. Uh, I think I think with both of those choices, we were covered on the moments that aged the worst. Yeah. Uh, best death. I have one. Um, I wonder if we're going to say the same thing. Okay. It for me is the Achilles heel attack on the guy who's peeing because it's pretty brutal. Uh huh. It's not it's CGI. A, the, no, it's one of the best looking deaths. Um. Yeah. I mean, I do think that that was it. Was certainly the one that was the goriest. Um, I'm just struggling to think if there was anything else that was even worthwhile. Um, no, not really. Um, the melting death is fine. The melting is kind of fun. If they didn't ruin it with the CGI, I'd enjoy it. But yeah, I'm going to go with you. I'm yeah. going to say that, that, that that's probably the only one. Because I, again, I want to reward the use of practical gross effects. Because it looks gross. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then on the John Carpenter scale, we like to rate how scary these movies are. Um, against the filmography of John Carpenter. Yeah. You know, usually we're at a, the bottom is maybe the made for TV Elvis movie, although neither of us have seen it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's terrifying. Yeah. Top top of the top is The Thing or Halloween. Sure. Uh, the two previous movies were, uh, what was it? We had a, a Starman. Starman and then a Memoirs of an Invisible Man. Yeah. Uh, well, I have a, uh, I have a pitch. Which could be really unfair because it's a movie that neither of us has seen, so it could be scarier than we think it is. Yeah, but there is one movie in the Carpenter filmography that is 
incredibly low budget, mm. made mm. in the mid seventies, mm. uh, and ostensibly at least partly a comedy, uh, sure, and partly a horror movie, and that is Dark Star. Okay, that was gonna be that was gonna be my pitch, but I want to hear what you think. Uh, that, I think that works for me. Uh, I was gonna say the Elvis movie, but, um. You know, it is embarrassing. We've never, neither of us have seen Dark Star. Yeah, it is embarrassing. Uh, yeah, it's it's something we uh we tossed around for John Carpenter. Vem- wait, John Carpentober. Yeah, yeah. But uh, decided that this is a horror movie podcast, and that's ostensibly <laughs> a sci-fi movie. It's true, but yeah. still, we did fucking. <laughs> um, then we watched Escape, uh, from, Escape from, from LA. LA. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's anyway. here's the thing you need to understand. We wanted to watch Escape from L.A. and we're in yeah, charge. Yeah, that's really that is true. Yeah, it, that that is true. And we, uh, yeah, I'm good, I'm good with Dark Star. Okay. Or also, we let's do watch Elvis. Dark Star. Sometime. We should watch Elvis too, I guess. It's three hours long. I have it on DVD. Fucking hell! All right, we'll figure it. We'll figure it out. All right. <laughs> What's next? Okay, Mary Fuck Kill. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. I think, in terms of Ginger Dead Man movies. This is the only one I even remotely enjoyed. Mm-hmm. This is gonna. I'm gonna be generous here. Gonna I'm be- gonna give Ginger Dead Man three, Roller Boogie Man, aka Saturday Night Cleaver, a very generous fuck. Okay. I don't know that I'll ever watch it again, but <laughs> I don't have ill will towards this movie, uh-huh. whereas the other two I did. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Listeners, remind me if I'm getting this wrong, but I think that I've said on multiple occasions that the Mary Fuck Kill is supposed to be something that uh, stands alone. It's not. It's not in the context of the series. It is. It is a universal grade because we do the yep. rankings when we want to talk about context. And so, for, for that reason, I will say that I gave it some consideration. So it is not um, in the basement of the kill zone, but uh, this one did not quite get over the hump for me to become a fuck. Uh, okay. And I think the reasons like we, we, I, we talked about, but just to like really hit the big notes, it just like looks really shitty. Like if this was the exact same movie and it was just shot on film and it looked like an 80s movie. I'd probably be into it. Like if they had shot on film cameras and actually lit their um you know sets i might mm-hmm. i might kick it up to a fuck but um it's not quite funny enough there's no nudity which is like not something that a movie needs by any stretch but this is exactly the kind of movie that you would expect to have some dumb gratuitous nudity in it uh yeah and it does not um yeah so overall didn't quite get there still a kill for me well fair enough um we have a very, very special yeah. uh, final segment for the show. You're going to want to check it out. Don't go anywhere. So, uh, yeah. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to go pee, but then we'll be back for this final segment. Folks, we're living in unprecedented times right now. Mm. Things feel very strange, and that includes our podcast. This is about to be an unprecedented time here. Yeah. On Kill Streak, um, as you could probably have gathered from the three episodes we've currently done on the Ginger Dead Man series, this isn't one that we enjoy doing. 
Uh, Mike, do you agree with me there? Yeah, I, I do agree with you. Um, but, you know, I also, uh, I don't like to be thought of as a quitter, you know? Uh, sure, sure. W- well, I think I can alleviate some of your, uh, your, your, uh, uh, I can't think of, your guilt? I guess your guilt about sure. this? Sure, I have some guilt. You know, we've been considering, uh, I'll just be frank, I'll be frank with the audience, we... We've questioned whether or not we have what it takes to complete the Ginger Dead Man series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, but this is our fucking podcast. We can yeah. do what we want. That's true. So, you guys, we're calling it quits on the Ginger Dead Man series. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap. That's a wrap on the Ginger Dead Man. That is a wrap. Uh, um, here's the thing. Uh, evil... Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong, it's a crossover, okay? So yeah. uh, in the past, the only time we've dealt with something like this was with a Freddy versus Jason, which was a movie that we watched, uh, but because it was a crossover and as much, if not more, a Freddy Krueger movie than a, a Jason Voorhees movie, we did not include it in the canonical rankings of the Friday the 13th films. Right. And uh, Go ahead, what are you going to say? Eric. We can't take that risk with this movie. <laughs> I can't watch a fucking... I can't take notes on Ginger Dead Man versus the Evil Bong. I mean, here's the thing. We had both seen all of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies at yeah. some point in our lives. So we were able to follow, without much issue, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, I did a little digging in preparation for this momentous decision to check out some reviews and some synopses of... Ginger Dead Man versus Even Evil Bond. And I learned two things that really weighed into this decision. And the first one was that this movie definitely seems to be like the Ginger Dead Man has sort of stumbled into the world of Evil Bong. Um, <laughs> which is a series that neither of us has seen <laughs> any films from. No. And by all accounts, is a series that is probably about as bad as the Ginger Dead Man. Oh, it's one before we even started watching this series. Uh-huh. I was like, you know, maybe I'll watch a, a Evil Bong movie or two to prep for this. <laughs> I have no fucking interest in doing that. <laughs> Might happen to us one day. Uh, Who you knows? Know, you don't know. So that was the first thing. Is like, well, it just sounds like a really bad fit. But then also, <laughs> as I was digging around. Um, I came across some choice words in the handful of reviews that this movie got from reputable websites. Um, here's one from Screen Rant. Just the title of this review. Ginger Dead Man vs. Evil Bong doesn't even deliver on its title. Um, which is the least shocking reveal, perhaps. <laughs> I could imagine after having watched these Ginger Dead Man movies... And I, we both will acknowledge that part three was a tick up for the series. Yeah. Um, but the idea that they would not actually capitalize on their own premise is, seems really like par for the course. Um, here's some other things from uh, this is a uh, <laughs> this is another uh, fuller length review of this film. Uh, my dogs can't even stand it. Um, so. This is one of the worst full moon pictures movies ever. Uh, <laughs> um, it is 
what, there's another choice note here. Um, it is easily the worst film in either franchise. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Lackluster in every department. Uh, mind-numbing how boring it is. And this is, this, is, this is a review written by someone who had watched and enjoyed multiple Ginger Dead Man and Evil Bong movies and had chosen to watch this film. Wow. Um, this is directed by Charles, Charles Band, too. He's, wow. he's back in the director's chair. Um, another fun thing that I learned is that this time around, to save even more money, the puppet, instead of having any sort of puppetry or animation of its face... They just, um, they green screen a mouth over it, like Conan, like the old late night with Conan O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> when they'd have celebrities and they'd just put the mouth in there and the mouth would be talking with the still celebrity face. Um, so anyways, yes, uh, after taking all of this in and finding out that this is a painful, terrible movie that also would sort of expect you to know the uh, events of the Evil Bong series, we said, fuck that shit. (laughs) Yeah, fuck it. But, hey, we still have to do our ranking, though, right? Uh, Yeah. Oh, let's do that right now. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Ranking of the the, uh, Ginger Dead Man series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, we're not we're not burning a fucking Thursday episode. On no, this. I don't want to record another episode <laughs> on this shit. Um, um, you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, number three, Ginger Dead Man one. Mm-hmm. Number two, Ginger yeah. Dead Man two. Okay. And then number one, the best one, Ginger Dead Man three. Yeah. Um. I. It's very neck and neck for me for the third place spot. Uh, I really profoundly hated both the, the first two films, but I will say that the first one, uh, I stand by what I said is if they failed, they failed to make a movie. They failed at the task of like, we're going to make a movie. And it's like, no, you didn't. If it was a project that was getting graded in a class, it would be an incomplete at best. Um, the second one is a very, 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 very bad movie. And the third one is just a bad movie. Um, so yeah, my so I'll agree with your rankings, Eric. I will go uh, ginger the ginger dead man in the third spot, uh, passion of the crust in the second spot, and Saturday Night Cleaver in the number one spot. Uh, if you have to watch a ginger dead man movie, that's the one. But you don't. You don't have to. No, you can go your whole life without ever watching this series, and you'll be no better for it. Or worse, um, yeah. Or worse, I meant. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so. What are we going to do? So we wanted to do a Christmas series for this whole <laughs> time, and that's why we picked Ginger Dead Man. That's why we picked this fucking bullshit franchise. <laughs> it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> so we're actually going to do a Christmas movie. We're going to do gonna a do one-off one. Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about the film Rare Exports. That's um, right. It's a movie neither of us have seen. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting to see for a while. Uh, and hey, what better time to finally watch an actual Christmas horror movie than now? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, this is uh, a Finnish film. Uh, so you are going to be in for some subtitles, friends. But that's all right. I think we can all agree with ourselves. or with the, We'll make a pact with each other that we're going to put our phones down. 
Uh, Eric will still have his laptop, presumably, to take copious notes. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna enjoy this movie. I've heard it's actually pretty good. Um, Me it's too. kind of a cult favorite. Uh, so I'm excited to watch it. Um, and God knows it's got to be better than Ginger Dead Man versus the Evil Bond. Oh God, yeah. Uh, let me look up really quick where this movie is found. For a long time, it was on Hulu. Uh, Looks like I, it still is. Okay. Yeah, Hulu and Prime. Great. I think it might be on show. Oh, wait, I think too. it's through. Oh, cool. Uh, I don't see it, but maybe it's. Oh, it is. Yep. It's on yeah. Shutter. It's on Hulu. Uh, so you can find this bad boy. Yeah. It's on we're Voodoo. Sh- we're Shutter lovers. So if you already have Shutter, watch it there. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, if you don't, you can catch it on those other streamers. So easy access. We know that's the way you guys like it. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I don't, I don't, <laughs> you pervs out I, there I don't feel great about it that's uh, the ginger dead man he's wearing off on me uh, yeah so stick around for that next Monday and say goodbye to old gingy yep. <laughs> happy trails motherfucker <laughs> alright guys if you want to write to us you can do so at uh, on twitter at killstreakpod same on Instagram. Uh, you can email us killstreakpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can find our website, which is also killstreakpod. Yeah. Um, leave us a voicemail on anchor, anchor.fm slash killstreakpod. Check the show notes in your podcast app. There's a link to the voicemail right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really easy to do, and you'll get to be on the show if you don't say anything offensive or really dumb. Um, so. And if you um, want to get us something yeah. for the holidays, guys, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Please. Oh, yeah, please do. Yeah. Please. I'm begging you. Uh, well, this is Dick Gooley signing off. And as always, ah, the smell of womanhood and melting flesh.